my straw, eat my grain, hide from the wind and dry from the rain, and how do you repay my great goodness to you? You woke me! How do you like that? And what's more, you woke me up! Then Chanticleer would make a noise, which he considered to be something better than a snore. It was a true crow, and it entered the shivering hen's ear with such a force that she wouldn't sleep for the rest of the night. Back to his perch the rooster would grump, twisting and turning and mumbling his perturbation. He did most certainly despise to be awakened from his dreams, but finally he would nod and dream again. It was more than a fact that Chanticleer the rooster had trouble sleeping. It was also a well-known fact. All the coop had a healthy fear of awakening his feathered thunder. Therefore, when someone began to weep outside of his coop one night, everybody heard it. But nobody moved. And when weeping became wailing, they pretended with a skill both admirable and desperate. And when wailing developed into pure howling, why, every last chicken turned into a stone. Oh, their hearts were moved. Who wouldn't be moved to pity by that sad, sad voice? Who wouldn't let a tear roll down her beak to hear of the grief which this voice had to tell? All the world seemed a lonely place at the sound of this voice. It wept so pitifully. This voice could make even the stones cry which became a particular problem for some thirty chickens who were trying hard to be stones. Marooned, he cried, whoever he was out there. Marooned, he wailed. Three stones sniffed, and sixty eyes shot frightened glances at Chanticleer, but the rooster slept on. The voice sounded like ancient shoe leather, "'Don't listen to me,' he cried out. "'Every good heart should sleep on. "'No one should be troubled with the burdens which it is given me to bear.' "'Sleep,' he sighed. "'Sleep on, peaceful souls,' he wailed. "'And then he howled, "'Marooned!' A little dribble hung down from Chanticleer's beak, a wet string which went from the tip of his beak to the bottom of his wattle. This was a good sign. It meant that he was sleeping very deeply, and perhaps the chickens would be safe. Yet no sign was absolute, and this was a most unusual occurrence, this voice abroad. So the chickens continued to pretend and to fear. The voice sounded like a mudslide. Ah, me! What I could have been in a better place! Such a wonderful somebody I should have been! He wept. That it would have been a pleasure to look at. But this is the place, and this is the me. Look at me and be sad. See me and be sorrowful. No! he wailed suddenly. No, don't look. No one should be burdened with such a sight, a walking sin. But sleep, he wailed. 
Sleep and be what I can never be. It does my soul good to know that someone is at peace. Sleep! And then he howled like the north wind. Marooned! Chanticleer stirred. He pulled one claw off the perch. Two chickens fainted, but it was just motion in his sleep. Restless sleep now, but sleep all the same. And what about this nose? cried the voice outside, wounded deeply by this new sorrow. All of you count yourselves blessed. Go home and call yourselves fortunate before the mirror, for if you wish, you can turn your eyes and look away from this monster of a nose, but me...